Time in the saddle, Chris Phillips Jr. How's it? It's good to be back, Ryan. It's good. It is indeed. Myself, Ryan O'Connor, joined by some other very special guests today. Uh, we've got uh, somebody who's no stranger to this podcast. We've had him on uh, a couple of podcasts back. Jason Lint is here again. Uh, how's it, Jason? Good, good. Good to see you guys. Hey, how's it, Ryan? Good to see Chris? you. And Oliver Munich is here as well. How's it, Oliver? Hey, guys. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. The name Oliver Munich, obviously, is synonymous former pro rider. You, you can probably still compete with the pros, uh, but also just, uh, um, just, I don't know where to begin because you've uh, you, you're a, a gear editor still at uh, Bicycling Magazine. Uh, you with Rush still, the guys that uh, we know as the importers of Santa Cruz bikes. And my very first mountain bike was a Santa Cruz mountain bike. Jeep is diving right in there. And yeah. uh, you're correct. And where else? Uh, I mean, your, your your CV is just so impressive, and and just a bicycle nut of note. More importantly, now that I've uh, kind of we're growing up a bit, it's we got to make some. Uh, uh, some money so we've come into the industry uh, left the professional element it's a bit more sustainable working in the industry as opposed to being a, a long-term uh, professional athlete and at the moment I'm uh, do the communication and marketing for Rush Sports who uh, import a, a range of great brands of which Santa Cruz is one and the others let's talk uh, about Maxis Tires stunning fantastic product good grip uh, we do Rush Sports was started by Andre Fernanda who's a friend of mine who I've known for since I was about 16 and he's actually younger than me and my boss so it's quite cool <laughs> uh, but his focus was always on consumables in the workshop mm. it's a very good business in terms of just keeping the the cash register ticking over and uh, as we all know bearings and uh, consumables need to be replaced regularly I try to find out how many bearings they sell a month and they won't tell me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> top secret figure but, but he puts it into pallet loads for me <laughs> and their margins yeah. <laughs> massive <laughs> 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 you guys shot <laughs> Kissing the shop owners. Yeah, <laughs> it's an incredible market, and, and, and the reason that, and if you are listening to this podcast for the first time, uh, we cover a great range of subjects, and every podcast is, is unique and different. Uh, but hopefully, you take something away if you're a beginner cyclist, uh, if, you, if you're somebody who's into uh, road cycling, known as a roadie, or you're somebody who's uh, just, just kind of venturing out there uh, with your family for the first time on a mountain bike. This is this is for you. This is for the for, for the beginners all the way to the uh, the pros out there that that just enjoy talking cycling and uh, it's great to have phenomenal guests who uh, in their own fields respectively have done really well uh, they know the market in which they're uh, if they're selling products they're selling it to um, in Oliver's case he's got a f- fantastic pro- I mean you, you represent a whole lot of great products plus you still have I mean you wear multiple hats and this is what I wanted to say when we, we did the int- introduction is you do uh, uh, over and above wearing the one that says you're bringing great product into the country you're out there enjoying various other product and seeing uh, w- we know what else is happening on your bike at the same time uh, you're not just bringing it in and parking off on the weekend watching uh, watching the TV like I think a lot of people used to do you're out there with a product um, in in the flesh in the wild and we've seen a great development T- talk to a little bit about what, what, what are you cycling on at the moment Santa I'm uh, fortunate to have a, a two Santa Cruises one is the Stigmata which is a gravel bike uh, and I've also got a the new Santa Cruz 100mm uh, racing bike which is called the, the Bleu it's uh, quite difficult to choose which one to go and ride because mm. they're, they're very versatile. Tell yeah. us about that recent trip. I I, I was watching with interest. Um, we were talking about those gravel bikes. It was a recent tour that you guys uh, did. Um, and there was a story behind it as well. It just looked incredible. Yeah, that's uh, the Tour de Bogan. Uh, it was, you know, a Bogan is uh, defined by the Urban Dictionary as an uncouth or unsophisticated uh, person. And for one week only, we were allowed. All our wives gave us a, a pink slip, and we head off. We headed off about ten to fifteen of us. We headed off into the Karoo, 
and uh, most of the fun was actually organizing it and coming up with some silly rules and uh, uh, you know, just going out there with your mates and riding. Not for somebody who enjoys being clean uh, for 99% of the time. In other words, if you're going to go out and cycle and then have a shower after, these guys spent, um, and, and you just looked, when you stopped to have a beer or refreshment, you could just look, the look on, on everybody's face. The pictures were great. You did the social media stuff, because the social media, the, the photography around it, etc., was really magnificent, capturing that journey. So we had a, a Cape Town local called Wayne Reichy, who uh, grew up in the BMX scene and uh, has moved into photography. He shoots a lot for Red Bull. And uh, I saw him in Harrington Street uh, having a bagel on uh, a Friday morning. The guys meet there, the Woodstock Wheelers. So I pulled in there, said Hazard, and that we were going on this trip. And he was all ears. And uh, I think like six or seven days later, he was in the bus with us heading out to series. The Karoo is so picturesque and there's so much out there. We just have to go and do it. And that was kind of the theme behind Tour de Bogan. All the, the jokes and things were one side of it. But the other side was our position in the industry, talking to a lot of different people. We want to advocate going out yeah. and experiencing South Africa. Uh, it doesn't have to cost an arm and a leg. There's this thing called a Strava heat map. And you can see where a lot of cyclists have the actually theme, been. Really. I'm not on Strava, but my cousin Charlie, who, who did most of the organizing, yeah. He's great with Strava. Okay. And he found all these little routes where this ah, someone's been here and someone's been there. So that uh, Strava heat map, you can see where people have gone and then design That's your brilliant. route. That's and your cool. na- yeah. Cool. So it makes it a cool. lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. From Maggie's Fontaine to Lanesburg, we went along the train line and uh, we followed this heat map. It's unpredictable, but often the best roads are servitudes, which okay, are yeah. legal access to the general public, but are fenced off because they form part of a a farmer's camp with livestock. So it's legal, 100% legal, and you just have to know your way around. So it's great. Brilliant. How they got to see that equipment through all that that dirt and dust and mud, it's beyond me. So what I want to know is, did you feel completely normal on that tour? No, I think I had a mask on. Okay, because, I mean, your haircut, your vibe, it was, I, I think it was all built around making you look normal and putting other people around you to kind of No, we in. went total bogan. <laughs> there, I have a friend of mine cuts hair, and uh, we went, I went to him, and he shaved in bogan on my head and some racing stripes on the other side. <laughs> Had a proper party at the back, mullet, and uh, it's just kind of all-encompassing. But that pink slip definitely uh, yeah, helped. Yeah, it got its, <laughs> it's got its mileage. <laughs> the first thing since coming back, obviously, the, the, when people have, uh, saw the journey, they were like, I want, I want in next time. I want, I want to be a part of this. I can't believe how many people want to do this. Obviously, you've had loads of people coming to you saying, put another one together, we're in. Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic. The fluidity of the event or the tour was because it was ad hoc most of for the most part if you have to organize something there might not be the same kind of magic sure but having said that there's definitely scope to head out and there are tour companies if you you know you can get in touch with us and we can put you in touch with people who can do the organizing for you and if you get your a group of chinas you can go and do it and the speed is irrelevant hmm. because if there's support vehicles you can get in yeah we had guys getting in it's not a big deal What's your email address? How do people get hold of you? Oli at drashsports.co.za. Cool. Uh, otherwise, on social media at Oliver Munich, you will find him and you'll see exactly what we're talking about because his profile picture says, this is the crazy man we're talking about. That there. So what's next on the, on the radar for you? Are you? What's the next big event for you, Oliver? I'm going on Wednesday to Sabi for York Timbers uh, 
mountain bike enduro. Okay. And uh, I've been all year. I think this is the sixth, fifth or sixth year. And York Timbers is a massive landowner in in Pumalanga and Sabi specifically. And they host a mountain bike enduro for four days. It's an unbelievable pro-am event with corporates being paired with professional riders or has-beens like me. <laughs> and, um, and we then ride around on a various different types of terrain and different types of competition. Mm. And it's a brilliant weekend. Then the next week I go to Imana, which is uh, through the Trans Guides four days, uh, which I'm, I'm not a huge fan of water or <laughs> sand, so I'm really gonna have to bite the bullet. But I'm riding with a guy, uh, Craig Woods, who he would very much like to win the race, so okay. I'm gonna do my best. But that's great. Jason's done it. He can I give us it. some context. I did it earlier this year. It's an absolutely amazing, amazing part of the world. How the hell do you guys get in? so much time to get away from family and away from the home? Uh, uh, this is great. This is no you guys kids. Are, you're living the dream. Oh, but Jason's got. Uh, Jason's there. Uh, getting, uh, getting a lot of pink slips there. Yeah, Jason. Jason's no, did, a lot of pink slips. I did go for a ride the other day, and I think a lot of people think running a bike shop is a lifestyle. But I mean, you know, there is running a business, yeah. and then there's taking time off yeah. and going to ride. So, but you've got to have a good balance between work and play. And even when you're doing that, your phone still. I mean, people still yeah, after you when you're yeah. on that ride. You know, you look back, because uh, I know, because I sit behind uh, a Willem server here, and he's always getting calls from work, and he's going up a hill, and with one hand, he's, he's mastered the art, and please don't do this in, 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 on a normal road. Um, uh, you can do this on a gravel road when there's nobody else around you, but he's with one hand, he can pull a phone out. He can see if it's an important call or not, who the heck it is. So if anyone's trying to get hold of Chris during the, the, during the, the week, and he doesn't answer, he puts the phone back in his pouch, and he just ignores it, and mm. rings all the way up the road. Especially if it's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, what, what do you, what, what are you are you doing the, the, the same event next weekend? No, 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 no. I, I do only a handful of events yeah. in the year. I, as I said last time, I mean, I probably Bergenbush will probably be the next mm. one. And the Simana trip that I did uh, saw me through a good period. I mean, it was four, five days riding up the coast, open beaches. We actually did it as a private trip between 13 of us so well, you, you what really the, felt the distances in, in that so it was the same it's like 35 k's a day uh, 45 yeah. k's a day it's sort of 200 kilometers over the three or four days over four days yeah that sounds like fun eh? and, you, and you made like, it but, yeah, i made it <laughs> i made it but long but long days i mean we yeah. we were with a social group so we were out there six to eight hours a day it was proper. And you know, yeah. Oliver says he doesn't like swimming, but you're chasing the tide. So you kind of time your start so that you're at low tide. And if you take too long, then there's high tide by the time you get further down. So then you've got to start riding inland and off of the beaches. And some of the river crossings are pretty hairy and, you know, sharks, yeah. are, sharks are real. Was that an organized tour? Yeah, so, so um, Nick Flores took us as the guide. So he's won the race that Oliver's going to do a couple of times. Um, so he knew the best routes to take us. And so two, him and one other guy chaperoned us, yeah. Yeah, uh, listen, um, uh, you and I need to get out a lot more. There's more to South Africa than Durbanville Hills. Yeah, yeah. No, there's loads of uh, fun events out there. Although we love the, Durbanville Hills. We yeah, love yeah. the Tigerberg Mountain Club. <laughs> <Thanks> <laughs> we know we know our fight is back home. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, as soon as his name came up, I mean, Nick, uh, a guy I went riding with last night, Carl, just uh, was telling me about him and Nick's trip to Japan because they went to go help design the Olympic course. Um, and they did the course in, where was it? Brazil yeah. for the last time. So, I mean, you know, South Africa as a, as a sort of hub of riding around the world. We've got the guy sitting in South Africa who designs the Olympic course all around the world. 
Um, it's not something that people talk about, but we've got yeah, that expertise, yeah. yeah. Very cool. Um, listen, uh, a huge thanks to Oliver Munich. By the way, please follow him on social media. Cycling uh, Nuts out there, you'll love the content that he puts out there. And if you want to get hold of him, uh, to chat about some of the experiences. He might not uh, reply to you immediately on Twitter because he'll be probably on a bicycle going somewhere through some part of South Africa. Uh, so give him some time to get back to you if you are going to get hold of him via either email or social media. Um, Jason's going to be back with Steve Atwell, who will join us on the podcast, Correct, yeah. talking triathlons because it's a very important part. Obviously, uh, you know, time in the saddle. We need to, something we haven't spoken about is um, is try in actual fact triathlons and how to gear up if you are cycling fit. The other disciplines, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that are obviously vitally important for you to do a triathlon. No, no use to trying to do a triathlon if you can't swim. Um, so we'll chat to Steve Atwell as well. Uh, what in terms of uh, events happening, Chris? What's happening this weekend and, and beyond? Uh, well, this weekend it's not much happening, seeing that it's a long weekend. I think most of the people is away. Um, but there is the Glacier Storm River Traverse, which actually is a three-day stage but started today and then uh, on Saturday there's the Vusti mountain bike race which has got four distances uh, 60, 40, 25 and then 8 and that's about it Cool. Uh, weather-wise, Cape Town's going to get rain on Sunday. Uh, for those of you listening, uh, Sunday, if you were thinking about getting out on your bike, it's going to be well, it's going to be pouring down with rain. Good excuse for me to stay in bed. And then uh, Johannesburg rain on Friday and uh, sunshine Saturday and Sunday. Twenty-one degrees on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, no excuses in Johannesburg to not get out and enjoy. Uh, we'll be back with some great guests. Oliver will be back on this podcast once he's been been uh, uh, to the various events that he's been at. He'll come back and he'll bring I'll bring be- a shark tooth. Bring a shark tooth and bearer of some great adventure stories. And a Zamalek. (laughs) (laughs) Oliver, thanks, mate. Uh, Jason, thank you. And Chris, we'll be back with Tom in the Sunday. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Good to see you guys. Ciao, guys.